Welcome to the Smarty Podcast Series from Charlotte Smarty Pants, where we focus on all things parenting. We talk about everything from education, health, travel, beauty, fashion, and more. Join in on the discussion at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Star Room, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best parties in the QC the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Also amazing content creation. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com. Hi, everyone. This is Cheryl Perry and Jen Plan with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks so much for joining us today as we usher in summer. We're so excited to have Mary York Oates, Director of Admissions at Charlotte Latin School, talking to us about how to keep the learning going all summer long, even if you have kids who are fighting you over keeping the learning all going all summer long. So... We're going to really hone in on the reading and math for summertime learning. Just give us a brief um, reason or a few brief reasons why keeping your child reading and doing math over the summer is so important. Just as a gentle reminder to us, parents. We're in day two of summer. Uh, yeah. Because we can get ahead of this. Okay. Yeah. You, can, you can set a plan, have yeah. some objectives, measure outcomes. Yes, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> Which is what we All of that. Do. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, first thing I would say is it's summer and enjoy it. Embrace it. I mean, part of the... The beauty of having a break is to have a break. And I think most educators would tell you that it's a time to refresh and renew if the child has finished well and has consolidated and is ready to go on. I think the thing, the best metaphor I can share with you is just the working out metaphor. If you work out for nine months every day consistently with refresher and you cover everything from stretching to cardio to strength, and then you go cold turkey for mm-hmm. 12 yeah. weeks. Goes That's away in a great day. analogy. You're going to yeah. come back winded, <laughs> sore, and discouraged. Right. Yeah, that's so true. So if you want to think about that from um, a positioning place for your children, keep them engaged mm-hmm. throughout the summer. But I would really measure it to summertime. It's important to take a different tact and not the sort of grind of school. Right. One of the things, I have a first grader, and one of the things his teacher did, which I absolutely love, was gave us a packet of, um, like, it was reading and math. And it's every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it's short. It's like a few little addition problems, like rhyming a few words. But there's a guideline for me to say, all you have to do is this one little thing today, and he does it, and then I feel better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So a little bit is okay. Absolutely. And I think what's the key to that, and this is the educator that gave you the packet, it's a little bit. And Mm -hmm. she's saying just little bits and doses, little a little dab will do. Yeah. And And it's done before you even know it. Right. And it becomes, it's not work. I think we've got to really move away from the word work Mm -hmm. and think about it as um, just maintenance. Mm -hmm. That's, you're not trying to get ahead, I hope. And I, you know how I yeah. feel about that, and I'll be happy to talk about yeah. that if you if yeah. go mm-hmm. in that direction. But who for, has time to get ahead? I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I mean, barely keeping keeping my head above water. <laughs> exactly. I know. But for kindergarten students and first grade students, I do think that they're they're learning to learn, right? And so they do have decoding skills that probably need a little practice. They do have. Um, critical thinking skills, more and less, mm-hmm. addition, subtraction, some things like that. Um, but and the reading, all, obviously, like right. just practice the reading. Right, exactly. But, you know, no, no parent is, t- well, some parents, but most parents aren't trained in that. Right. And so I think following the guidelines of your teachers is the best advice. So do you see a big difference, though, if, if a child isn't working throughout the summer? Is it pretty noticeable? I think the thing that is noticeable is the child that hasn't 
been nourished, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or they're overtired, or there's been a complete, they've had hours of screen time and hours of late night. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, the Plum Kids, for example. (laughs) You know, every time they come back, the teachers let me know. Exactly. Um, (laughs) No, um, I I don't really see a noticeable difference in the But maybe the child might feel and get a little anxious. I I think the child... um, I think that it is incumbent upon the parents to give them some routine, mm-hmm. but don't confuse that with structure. Yeah, I think routine is important in terms of, I would say, the first weeks, few weeks before, you know, August, start turning that page to bedtime yeah. and mealtime and right. wake-up time and, and just kind of have them a little bit more um, conditioned right. to go back to school. But, I mean, I really think summer is about refueling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love and, that. I mean, yeah. I, my kids definitely need it, um, the the refueling, and just, just step out of it. Yeah. What are some fun ways to keep your child excited about learning? I mean, that's, that's tough. That actually should be the great joy and the fun part. And mm-hmm. some just tips to teachers when I ask teachers I need teachers to change my question. attitude. I just said that's tough. I need to say it's so joyful. <laughs> it's so joyful. Uh, I need to switch my attitude. Well, I think so. that I think that we're really hung up. We're a measurement society. Mm-hmm, so you're thinking right. about – you know, is my child going to be at grade level? Is this an EOG year? Is this an ACT year? Is this, Mm -hmm. you know, a college prep year? I mean, I think we can't help but benchmark. And so, you know, I think it's important to dial it back and think about skills that are going to be important for the rest of their life. And so what are the joyful things? Um, Your pool bag, Mm -hmm. pack your pool bag with a deck of Uno cards, a, a um, a traveling backgammon set. Be able to, when they're worn out from Marco Polo, stretch out and just spend some time with them. Yeah. If you if you have the luxury of being at home with them, mm-hmm. there are a lot of kids that, of course, their schedule isn't changing very much. They're right, right. going from summer camp to childcare, and they they have to keep their structure going. Mm-hmm. But if you can be present with them in places. You can practice elapsed time. You can give them the circular from the newspaper for the Vic specials and mm-hmm. say, show me how much I'm going to save if I go all Vic this week. You know, and just make it a part of sort of critical thinking and um, fun, games. Right. Anything that problem solves or puts two and two together in a way that maybe it, even swim meet. What's gonna, how are we going to get in first place? I mean, if we got – five seconds and two first are we going to be head of Mm -hmm. you know Barkley Downs or even like if you're traveling how many more miles until we get to exactly and have a travel book so kids train one leaves at this oh god (laughs) my head might explode two leaves at 37 minutes I like those ideas because I often I feel like so many times and I don't think it's a bad thing but I do think so many times we're given as parents the resources that are electronic Mm -hmm. and I like I don't want them on there I don't want them on like a math app even though I know those are awesome and there's a time and a place for them but I love these ideas that are a little bit simpler and mm-hmm. more common sense so those are really good sometimes when you don't log in it just gives you a lot yeah. of you know freedom <laughs> yeah, yeah because there's they have screen fatigue too and they don't even know it and I'm not saying that they can't be on screens they can't play Fortnite right, that's what every single 
screener is doing right now mm-hmm. if you're male it seems mm-hmm. and i think that is fine that's a part of their cultural identity yeah. i mean it'll it'll be a fleeting yeah. moment i mean it's probably got it there'll be something time, else but right. some, something else will maybe come i'll up. have my smith count the grains of sand when we go to the pool. <laughs> there you go, go to the beach next exactly. week keep you busy um so if your child like my, my boys don't love to read mm-hmm. what are some good ways to motivate there are two them. kinds of readers that don't love to read. They're hesitant readers, and those are the ones that haven't finished well, and their teacher has concerns. And I think you need to partner with the teacher to get them the support they need because they just may not be reaching grade level. And that's something a parent really needs to put their personal objectives aside and get to that place with their children. And then there, there are some kids that – Reading isn't their first default, and I think it's sort of like the athletic analogy I used earlier. I think there's great benefit in finding out what they want to read and drive it. Um, Magazines, ESPN, Rolling Stone, Sports Illustrated have great, great articles. They're just shorter. Vanity Fair actually has long articles. They're not maybe all topics that you are for a younger child, but a lot of them are very, very good, and they're well-written. My favorite thing I've discovered with my teenage daughter is the Wall Street Journal Weekend Edition. There's a style guide. It's called Off Duty. She pours through that on Saturday morning, and it's got, you know, everything from the best flip-flops to different recipes, and it's pretty highbrow, and it's very current, well-written. Do you think it's a boy? Like, my, I'm with Cheryl, where I have two really athletic, active boys, and I'm actually surprised that they score even remotely well in reading because they would rather lay in front of a bus. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, day two <laughs> of summer, they one of them says to me, I'm like, okay, we're driving up to Huntersville two times a day for your diving that you love. Why don't you pack your book, your summer reading book? We're on day two. And and your free book, like one of them's going to read the summer reading, and the other one's going to read the free book. And the free book reader says, "Can't I just pick a book I've already read?" <laughs> and I was like, "We, you're asking me to cheat on day two, <laughs> day two, day, day two. two. And and I know they're capable. They're mm-hmm. totally capable. They score fine, right? But they and just don't want I to. have put magazines in front of them, and it's like I don't know they." Someday maybe they will read more, but I'm like, I can't even, I don't even know how to motivate them to read. And they're very high performers. Right. Which is surprising. I think it's all about their appetite and what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you know, it's like you you, you can't make a child read. If you say go to make them love to read, you can't make a person love to read. This is a, like their their required reading is a 350-page book. They're like, I've never read anything that long. I'm like, maybe we need to break it down to like... 27 to episodes. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, get – well, that's another thing I was going to say. You know, audiobooks, I, why not get the yeah. audiobook and have them read along? Because that could be – I feel be like that's so, cheating for it, that. I don't think it's cheating because it's the not. thing is, I mean – It's better than not reading it. it well, is. the thing is, make them – I don't consider my audiobooks make, cheating when yeah, I Yeah, and make them read along with it. Get yeah. them the text and say, look, I want you to follow the rhythm of the language. You need to look at words. This yeah. is – this, Maybe the audiobook. This 350-page, let's make this work for us twice. It's going to increase your SAT score, bottom line. Right. Readers do better. Mm-hmm. Ten times better. Yes, and so that's, that. that is less prep you have to do when you're a rising junior. <laughs> right. Is start doing it. And then what if 
that wasn't so bad. And then you think, well, let's get um, the Maze Runner series and do that by right, audio which is a great Or let's series. get yeah. Tolkien and try that. Those are some hard books. But if you get them in the habit in the car, I would get on that and say, you know what? I'm taking that heat off of y'all. Yeah. You're listening to it too, Jen. You can ask them questions. You yeah, can say, go back yeah. and look this up. Yeah. What do you think? Because my my eighth grader loved the Maze Runner series. I mean, she blew through that She's a, a reader, lot, though. A, a while ago. But, but her schedule has made, both of my girls, their schedules made reading less palatable. Mm-hmm. But she's back into it. But I remember when she read Maze Runner, she was like, the boys are going to love this book. And I'm like, they yeah. haven't even read Harry Potter. Like, they, I feel like they're missing out in <laughs> yeah, we're something important. Right now. Yeah. I would do that. I would really, for you Maybe specifically, I would do the audiobooks yeah. on that road trip. And there, the and library has so many resources mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. audiobooks. And I just checked out some audiobooks. I was going to, I was determined to listen to audiobooks for going down to the beach next mm-hmm. week. So we're going to, the boys and I are going to do that. But there's what are so you many. What are you going to listen to? Um, I knew you were going to ask it, and I can't remember the name of the book because it's a Cause boy it's book, and I've never three, listened right? to it. Yeah, all three boys. Um, I can't remember right now. It's okay. one of those like boy books that I, I've never read personally. But my rising fifth grader has to read Wonder this year, mm-hmm. which I love that book. That's my a older great two. I read book. it and with the movie, my older two. With a movie, yeah, which is so nice. I'm going right. to do the audiobook for him. But you know what I need to get? And I don't have, I can't believe this. I don't have a CD player anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'd rather play a CD audiobook again because I don't love giving them a device and giving sure. them the, the temptation to start a game. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I need to invest in just a cheap. Um, CD player so that the audiobooks I get from the library. But the library has so many resources for electronic Doesn't the audiobooks. library have a, like, they have electronic The Overdrive. Yeah. And, yeah, they have a ton of resources. So and your librarian a start. is a great, oh, you know, yeah. once you get one book they like, then get another. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I just start am, it now. The other thing is you both need to read. They need to see you. I read we all read. the time. Which is great. Which yeah, is great. All the time. That's the thing. I, I'm like, you're you like the biggest. Read? Cheryl's the biggest reader I know. I read all the time. I'm listening to books. I'm reading. I'm reading magazines but all the time. My but they're my my yeah. husband. But I'm not. Has not, he re- says he reads, but he reads different things. Yeah, like, my husband. He doesn't, doesn't want to read, read the novel. Like we mm-hmm. like to read the novel. Right. But I was just wondering if it was a boy thing, but. I think. Um, I mean, I think there's some really avid readers, and I know boys are oftentimes like nonfiction. They like to read yes. about battles and civil war. And, yeah, and those um, that great series for the younger reader on who who was Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. or whatever. They actually Netflix now has a series mm-hmm. who was so and so. And my first grader, it's kind of hokey, but my first grader loves it. So that's a good follow up. Once right. you've read the, yeah. the short book, you can follow up with the Netflix. Absolutely. Show. Um, so, what are some of your all time favorite summer reading? books i just give us some i am like all of you i mean i i love you know i was a big my husband and i were laughing about this talking about this like last night as a little kid he used to read the hardy boys and i read nancy drew me too, yeah, me I, too. Love nancy drew. I read him um, he's read nancy drew she loves him Again. too mm-hmm. um you know those encyclopedia brown books there's mm-hmm. so many great books that your librarian I was going to speak to the fact that my three kids really like different genres. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, I haven't been so successful. Like, I'll say that's a favorite book of mine. And they look at me like I'm such a weirdo. But um, 
one of my sons loves Pat Conroy. So he has blown through wow. all of those. How old and, is he? Well, he's old now. Yeah. But he started reading them in about 10th grade. Yeah. I, I think I did, too. I started reading Pat Conroy in high school, and I loved him. Maybe because it's around here. Like it's, it's a regional. Yeah. Exactly. He's a beautiful. He's heard yeah. of the Citadel. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, my daughter loves scary fiction. Mm. Yeah. And she's um, a high school student. And she is my best reader and plug to her. Her SAT scores blew her brothers out of the water. So mm. a little yeah. competition maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. you yeah. want to yeah, keep true. up with your sister who reads yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm joking when I say that. But science does... There's a point where when you're from kindergarten through fourth grade, you're learning to read. And from then on out, you're reading to learn. So they're doing a lot of reading in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of nonfiction, a lot of exposition, a lot of instruction. So I would try to carve out the concept that it's not work. And yeah. so right. yeah. I, I think like you that. would be better served to take away the barrier of the 350 book, if an audio book mm-hmm. is going to get them much more quickly to access yeah. it. But there's not something about not reading it and processing it. I mean, I guess I guess the audio is just better than no. I cramming. think that I think reading is great, and I think reading along with an audio book. But for a child that is a hesitant reader or a slow reader, that may not be developmentally appropriate for mm-hmm. his or her reading Mm -hmm. pace and so they hate it and they're not going to do it and they're going to go in their room and they're going to dog ear the page and they're going to move through it where you might make great progress doing it right now and then getting them to brush up right before school starts with Mm -hmm. annotation with the highlighter going through the book Mm -hmm. reminding Mm -hmm. what are some key themes talk to me about the book right so speaking of audiobooks, what are some um, – do you have any good audiobook recommendations for car rides where lots of summer trips coming up? I, I would just take your kids to the library mm-hmm. and, and meet with up. the librarian and find out what they like. Do they like maritime disasters? Do they like mm-hmm. suspense? Do mm-hmm. they like um, – you know, another – well, here we are, a podcast. But podcasts mm-hmm. are another great they thing. They do a podcast for kids, by the way. My yeah. sister-in-law's twins listen to them when they're on their long car rides. It's cute. It is. And, mm-hmm. you know, 30 for 30, which is the big ESPN yeah. one, is a really My, popular yeah, one. Yeah, that's – I just listened to a really good series on 30 for 30 on um, – Bakram yoga. Um, my Did daughter listen listened to, to that too. It's really, really good. She's highly was, recommended to after fast. you listen to our podcast, listen to that That's one. That's right. It's really good. That's right. Or you could binge on Smarty Pants Spark yeah, podcast. Exactly. Right? Nice. There you like go. That right, well, thank you as always for coming thank to you. talk to us. You're I do always... want to say one more thing yes. as an educator, and that is we as parents really need to embrace, I say it every time that I'm on, we need to embrace the kids and embrace childhood and if also reading aloud, they're never too old for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you can do that when they're little and they're beginning readers or when they're older. And I just think if it's something in your home that is treasured, they're going to take that away whether they get to it later. Right. Um, but I think um, – you know, bend with the willow and, and, and play cards with them at the pool mm-hmm. and do some things that show them you're connected in a way. Yeah, and that's going to engage them. curiosity. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for Thank all you. of your um, expertise in all things education. <laughs> so Tips you, on the yeah, summer. <laughs> thank you. Um, you can always find Charlotte Latin at charlotte.org. Charlotte. And you can find us, Charlotte Smarty Pants, at Charlotte Smarty Pants on Facebook and Instagram. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me as always. Thanks so much for listening to our Smarty Podcast. You can always join in on the conversation at charlottesmartypants.com. 
The Smarty Podcast series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com.